Hey, Song Surfers, welcome to Song Surfing. It's your friend, John. Song Surfing is a bi weekly playlist of independent music pulled from the far reaches of the internet. I've been checking out music on Bandcamp, Spotify, Slap, SoundCloud, Audio Mac, YouTube, Facebook, Audius, Instagram, and a few more, and I'm excited to share some excellent tunes with you this episode. Song Surfing is a part of the Live from the Lincoln Lodge podcast network. Go to thelincolnlodge.com, check out the other shows that are on the network, and learn more about the venue that's home to the nation's longest-running independent comedy showcase. All right, Song Surfers, this episode is full of some emotional music, some cerebral music, uh, and this might be perhaps the most artistic collection of music to date on Song Surfing. The episode will feature excellent tunes from Nashville, Chattanooga, Paris, Norway, and we hear the debut work from an international artist collective. We hear a listener-created Guy Fieri catchphrase, and I'm excited to announce we have another correspondent for the show. Brianna Bass is going to stop by the studio with the tune. All right, let's get started with the first block of music. Claudia Nygaard is who we'll hear from first. Claudia Nygaard writes a song like a surgeon with a fish knife. She scrapes off the scales, pulls the flesh back, and aims right for the bone. That's a quote from Making a Scene magazine. On her latest album, Lucky Girl, she tackles unwanted pregnancy, dysfunctional relationships, statutory rape, alcoholism, and betrayal. But there are also songs on this recording that are heartfelt, humorous, scrappy, and sensual. With a lush, amber-honey voice that is powerful, resonant, and deeply emotional, Nygaard delivers 13 little slices of Americana. And uh, here's another quote, this from, from Goldmine. Any one of these songs could emerge as a country standard. Claudia's writing has won her numerous awards and radio chart success. The awards began in L.A. during the early years of her career, and they propelled her move to Nashville. In Music City, she landed a job as a staff songwriter for Greenwood Music Publishing on Nashville's Music Row. Claudia is a quick-witted and charismatic performer with a twinkle in her eye that convinces everyone in her audience that she is sharing a secret with them alone. All right, that's a great bio. Um, And song servers, I have to say... That last sentence really is kind of what grabbed me about the music. Uh, When I listen to the song that I'll be playing for you, Claudia tells a personal story, and it's in a very relatable, totally raw and honest manner. Uh, But that rawness is balanced with a catchy melody and clever rhyming lyrics. Uh, Even though the content is kind of heavy, the the music itself is, uh, I guess, a little more on the lighthearted side. Uh, And here's what Claudia told me about the song, Codependence National Anthem. I spent about 20 years going to adult children of alcoholics meetings, and that is where I got it through my thick skull that I was a codependent. 20 years would give you an idea of just how thick, LOL. Uh, This isn't an email. I also fell in love with a number of alcoholics until I got some recovery for myself and learned why I needed to keep revisiting that type of relationship. I'm happy to say now that I don't need to do that anymore. When I first started writing the song, I called it My Drinking Problem, which was an accurate title too, but the Codependence National Anthem became the title after I had lived with the tune a bit. It was a joke at first that I shared with the audience that was inspired by John Prine and Steve Goodman's perfect country song, You Never Even Call Me By My Name, but it kind of stuck. Oh, song surfers. Uh, I don't know if you can hear that, but... um. Just when I started recording, the landscaping company decided to pay a visit, and they're just relentless with the uh, the leaf blower today. 
And right before that, my cat really wanted to get into the studio. And uh, the heat was making a, a weird kind of noise that I never heard it make before. So uh, it's like uh, things things are against me today. So please forgive if you hear any, any noise. I'll do my best to edit that stuff out later. All right, back to the music. Uh, Claudia recorded a nice intro for us that we'll hear before I play Codependence National Anthem. Um, to get the first block of music rolling. Then we'll hear a new project that I'm excited about playing for you, the North Cafe. That starts with a spoken word segment, followed by a piano response to the spoken word segment. So you're going to hear two segments from that uh, after the first song. And then we'll hear the debut from new correspondent Brianna Bass. Here is the Codependence National Anthem by Claudia Nygaard. Hi, I'm Claudia Nygaard, and I'm delighted that John wants to play my song, The Codependence National Anthem, in his podcast. I got the idea for the song after going to about 20 years' worth of adult children of alcoholics meetings and a whole lot of disastrous relationships. I hope you get as much out of it as I did from writing it. Here's the song.
problem No, it's your drinking problem Not mine She looked over at Dominic, expecting him to be in a state of complete agreement. Yet his face seemed troubled, and his body language indicated his mind's eye was shifting into a state of reflection. That is the man I work for. Then he reconsidered his words. Actually, that's not true. That is my friend. My friend for as long as I can remember. He's the most loyal person I've ever met, and I hate to hear you speak of him so, because if it were not for him sacrificing his freedom, I would be dead and would not have been here to speak with you these many years. I do not know what was said to you, but I'm sure it was very direct and very personal. That is his way. But I would ask you to reflect on what was said. And if your heart can fully deny that any of it is true, you can tell me he is a liar, and I will be on my way. But I will also tell you this. When he reaches out to people and uses me as a vessel, I am temporarily given part of his gift and I believe it to be the most beautiful part of his gift. I am able to see the inner light of the person he is speaking to. I could see that cloud of darkness hovering over your light, and it is trying to attach itself there permanently. But the light I saw below that cloud was one of the most exquisite lights I've ever seen. Please don't lose it. And then Dominic was gone. All that was left behind was a note with a white queen chess piece sitting on top of it. Dominic, the park grandmaster, had already moved all of his chess pieces in this bigger game into place, and this was his final move. She opened the note and read, Now is the time for reflection and honesty with yourself. As I've told you before, we lie best when we lie to ourselves. I am leaving soon, but I will see you before I go to ask you a question. The answer is within you if you can find it in time. Dominic was one of the guides. In fact, he was the last loyal guide, and the writer had thought of him as a son, and that's why he had given up his freedom before harm could befall Dominic. But there was something else about Dominic that only the writer knew. Dominic had an empathetic ability that the writer had never seen before. He could connect to people in a level so deeply that he could actually siphon off some of their pain and heartache. With that kind of ability, Dominic had experienced lows far beyond what any other man could withstand. And it usually came at the expense of Dominic's mental and physical well-being. All of the ailments Dominic suffered had resulted from this ability. During her grief and mourning, Dominic had been there every Sunday to play the part that was needed each week. Sometimes it was simply to listen, and other times it was to provide counsel. But there were a few times when he actually took her pain away and that is what had cost Dominic his sight.
Joining Song Surfing is our new correspondent, Brianna Bass. Hey, Bri, how you doing? Hey, doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you for being here. So I got to know you through the uh, SongSpark songwriting group and then later featured a song by your duo, Skunkwee Juju, on the podcast. That's right. How long have you been doing that? Oh, goodness. Skunkwee Juju's, we've been um, playing together off and on um, probably for nearly eight years. It wasn't official until about three years ago. And we started um, playing out and writing and recording music together. Yeah, Kelsey and I go way back. The the stuff is um, rootsy, dueling harmony uh, style country songs. Yeah. Yeah, really, really fun stuff. Yeah, we all kind of exist in this weird world where, like, country music has turned into pop music that nobody likes. And so all the people who are actually doing country music don't really know what to call it because there's a stigma. Right. Uh, you know, the one thing that really draws, I mean, I, I love the sound of the harmonies, but lyrics, I think, are really where the gold is, on, for me at least, on that type of music. And I think your lyrics, uh, both yours uh, individually on songs that I've heard and then as the duo, are really great. Well, <laughs> you know, really you. like deserve uh, some studying and looking closely at what they're saying. That's really kind of you to say. So you've been looking for some music to feature on the podcast. I didn't have to look very hard. So how did you go about choosing this? So in the last couple of years, as like mainstream music has kind of fizzled out, I've really kind of settled into this local sound. And it's huge here in Atlanta. It's huge in our city. Um, and expands several genres. And while it's like this big city, it still has this small town kind of feel. And so we all get to know each other. And it's just kind of a passion of mine, just like hyping up my buddies and sharing their art. And there was so much to choose from, so I hope to be back with two, three hundred more <laughs> uh, artists for you here. That sounds great to me. So today we're going to listen to a song by Randy Steele. What can you tell us about this? Uh, Randy Steele, hell of a guy. I met Randy at an open mic uh, here in town. He's actually from Chattanooga, but he was passing through and just stopped in at our open mic. I think I remember I was at the bar and someone was chatting me up about some project they wanted to work on and I heard the opening chord to Randy Steele's Adam and Rose and I I think I put my hand in that person's face and I walked away from them <laughs> back into the back into the theater and was like what is what is this song who is this man this is just gorgeous um, and then was awestruck for his his little set, immediately beeline to him as he got off the stage and was like, I need to know you. And he's like, well, here you go. And he put a CD in my hand. And that CD is still in my car. It's in my CD player. He's one of my favorites. That's an awesome story. I, I, I love the, the image of, yeah. <laughs> out of my way, I have to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, gosh, it was so beautiful. The song was the song we'll be listening to, One Man Stringer, mm-hmm. was recorded in the legendary Fame Studios in Muscle Shoals, Alabama. The essence yeah. of the song is a story about a popular, um, I actually don't know this word, muscadine? A muscadine. Oh, you're not from the South. <laughs> no. <laughs> what is that? A muscadine, it's, it's, it's a wild grape here in the South. Oh, okay. Maybe I should keep this in just so uh, people can hear my uh, my ignorance. Oh, no. No. 
I'm sure y'all got y'all got like malort and things up there, like <laughs> that we definitely don't have. So yeah, I, I never never touch that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> The essence of the song is a story about a popular muscadine winemaker and his run-in with a local preacher. The story ends with the preacher being hung with a gaffer hook like a fish, hence one man's stringer. The story was so dark that it only felt right to place it in an upbeat bluegrass tune. The album it's from is titled Song from the Suck, and um, I think that uh, listeners are going to really be blown away by this one. I think that they are. <laughs> Anything else you want to add, Bree? Yeah, fun fact. Uh, Randy Steele actually comes from a line of preachers. He's not a preacher. He's um he's a firefighter. But I remember I was talking with him about this song, and um, he was telling me that like after the fact he realized oh this might be more of a personal tune than I thought, <laughs> coming from a line of preachers. <laughs> Excellent. Well, Bree, thanks for bringing by this cool tune. This is Randy Steele with One Man Stringer. Bye. He grew up poor, but he grew the muscadines. A distant cousin to the road of times. People came from all around to this little country town to have a drink on Saturday night. Well, the wine he made it taste just like tea, and everybody felt that come out green. From his anecdotes and stories, reeling in old-time clothes, just drinking out on Saturday. Local preacher didn't seem to be amused. Some decent old stink of Saturday's blues. He brought it up on Santa Mina, but who died left him king of every Saturday nights. Undeterred and with a cord of herbicide, cut with bleach and a tablespoon of pride. He spread the vine down to the roots, got a little on his boots, and left the trail on Saturday.
Hey, song surfers, we're back. First in the block was the Codependence National Anthem by Claudia Nygaard. After that, we heard the North Cafe with two installments of their new double album work. We listened to installments five and six called, respectively, Creation 3 and Their Sacrifice. Creation 3 was the spoken word piece, and then Their Sacrifice was the piano piece. The North Cafe is an international collaboration between a group of artists working with music, prose, and the visual arts. A few of the members of the North Cafe, Elfinbow, John Silvers, and Derek Smith, have previously been featured on this podcast. Here's what they told me about the piano piece, Their Sacrifice. Their Sacrifice was co-written across a distance of 5,000 miles by John Silvers and Elfinbow, responding to the events and emotions in the story that precedes it. The conversational style instrumental is performed on the piano by Elfin, and the accompanying music video, also created by her, explores the duality of loneliness and heartfelt conviction of sacrifice. These two albums, called The Journal, are structured in the way that these two segments were presented on this episode, alternating between a portion of spoken word and a musical commentary track. Really cool stuff there, Song Surfers, and I appreciate that they're aiming for something big with this project. It shares some commonality, I think, with some modern classical performances that I've seen, where they're taking advantage of the technology that's available and giving you uh, not just music, but visuals and kind of challenging, uh, in this case, what your normal Spotify-esque listening experience might be with the commentary tracks following the spoken word. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really loving it, and I hope that you spend some time with it. Uh, maybe it's time to introduce a Guy Fieri catchphrase provided by a listener. This one comes to us from listener Ryan, who says that I should focus on the surfing aspect of the podcast, right? Song surfing, and say something like "Kawabunga" or "Hang Ten whenever I, I really like a track. Thanks, Ryan. Good idea. However, I'm not quite sure I can pull that off without uh, sounding like a middle-aged Ninja Turtle. Uh, let's give it a try. Cowabunga! Cowabunga, dude! Surf's up, bro! <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like i kind of dirty, like I need to go wash the ocean off of me or something. Uh, but thanks for that, Ryan. And thanks to the North, North Cafe for uh, introducing me to their music. And listeners very much... Worth dedicating some time to it. I'll have the link for you to hear the music in the show notes, and I encourage you to check out their Instagram too, and that'll have a video that Elfin made that accompanies the piano piece. And you can give me a Guy Fieri style catchphrase to say when I really like a song by commenting on Facebook or Instagram. You can find me over there at, at Song Surfing Podcast or send an email to Song Surfing Podcast at Gmail. Third in the block was Randy Steele's song, One Man Stringer, presented by Brianna Bass. Go listen to that. You can buy Randy's album on Bandcamp. It's very well-played and well-sung music with uh, heartfelt lyrics. Friends, if you like the tunes, then help the artists take that next step and help spread the word about your favorites. Share some of their Bandcamp or streaming platform links on social media. Buy your favorite album and gift it to a friend. Did you know that you can do that on Bandcamp? Very cool. You can buy albums and send them to people. And remember, you can find the artist's preferred links to their websites and uh, places where you can stream and purchase over on the episodes and show notes page of songsurfingpodcast.com.
Okay, back to the music. To start off the second block, we'll hear a song by Osmo Jam. Osmo Jam is a French singer-songwriter of Martinican and Algerian origin. She is passionate about sound universes with singing bass and hovering synthesizers. In her lyrics, she often addresses doubt, the meaning of artistic creation, and being uprooted. She enrolled at a young age in music school to study classical music and violin. Her teenage playlist became loaded with jazz, hip-hop, and new jack. In 2008, she joined the R&B choir We Are One and discovered the independent gospel and Parisian soul scene. She learned the basics of the piano, took jazz harmony lessons, and began to write. Anxious to spread the word about indie musicians and singers around her, she ran the blog French Soul Is Not Dead for four years and met Guadalupean beatmaker Akuji thanks to this activity. He encouraged her to explore Caribbean sounds and culture. Since then, they've been building together a hybrid sound between neo-soul, hip-hop, and traditional rhythms. In 2021, Osmo Jam launched a podcast on fun facts about art and music called Pause. Hmm, I need to check that podcast out. We're going to hear the track BPM 95, a poem. Uh, It's the title, BPM 95, a poem. From the EP, What's Your BPM? And then part of the title is in parentheses, four musical poems. Here's what Osmo Jam told me about the EP. When you craft a track or a song, the choice you make for the BPM, which is the uh, song surface, the beats per minute, you know, it's how many times you tap your toe per minute. So the faster the BPM, the faster the tempo. Um, So when you craft a track or a song, the choice you make for the BPM is critical. Depending on it, the feeling you pass on to the listener will not be the same at all. Lately, I've been thinking about this idea of the internal pulse. Everybody has their own rhythm and our external environment forces on us one that does not always fit. Everything is either too fast or too slow. But it's not easy to feel desynchronized, nor is it to admit that maybe we didn't find the right tempo. This inspired me to create What's Your BPM? Four poems with sound and video to reflect on our inner rhythm. For videos, see my Instagram, uh, Osmo Jam says. And song surfers, you can go over to Instagram and search Osmo Jam to find that. That's spelled O-S-M-O-J-A-M, all one word. I love that these tracks are distilled to the bare essence of what makes a song memorable. You get a groove, then a memorable A section and B section, then it's out. It's short, it's tight, it's refined. You can hear the entire EP on Bandcamp and the other usual streaming sites. And while you're there, listen to Osmo Jam's Caribbean and uh, what sound, I guess, neo-soul or American R&B influenced music. After that, we'll hear a wonderful ambient piece then I have a special message for you at the end, so be sure to stick around. All right, to start our second block of music, here's Osmo Jam with BPM 95, a poem. Don't be a 
Hey friends, welcome back. First in the second block, we listened to Osmo Jam with BPM 95. Second was the piece Turn Back by Norwegian composer Pusk. That's spelled P-J-U-S-K. Pusk is the musical moniker of Justin Dahl Jelsvik, uh, and my apologies, because um, I'm sure I butchered that name, from the west coast of Norway. The sound of Pusk is inspired by the harsh Norwegian weather and wild landscape. At the center point of the creative process is an old cabin high up in the mountains. This is where most of the music of Pusk is made, framed by snowy peaks and the sound of cold streams. The track can be found on the One Place to Another EP, which you can find on the Ambient Zone page on Bandcamp, which is uh, linked, of course, at songsurfingpodcast.com in the episodes and show notes section. Here's what they told me about the music. The center point of the EP, One Place to Another, is Anne Garner. The magic of her mesmerizing voice, the ambiguity, the unanswered question, and the breath between notes. A rare blend of solace and lament by turns sorrowful and sanguine, a deep well of comfort for hearts in need. Double bass, guitars, and the Pusk production wrap it all up in an exquisite ambient journey. All right, friends, for me, this type of music is healing. Uh, Things have been a bit hectic, a bit intense in my world lately, and this track, among others, uh, ha- has been the soundtrack uh, to some decompression after a-, a long day at work, after some long, <laughs> long days at work. It's uh, atmospheric, transportative, and although it's inspired by the Norwegian landscape, for me, it it's surreal music. That's the connection I make. I have these prints by Mark Chagall hanging in the studio uh, that I, I was looking at while listening to this. They're these dreamy images of of um, these, I guess they're lovers floating over a village. And there's like this cubist, almost geometric landscape going on in the background. That's uh, And the colors that Chagall uses are s- somehow vibrant and muted at the same time. And this music fits that world for me uh, and brings it to life. I love that listening takes me to that effervescent dreamscape. <laughs> Okay, it's time to put away the the dormant hippie that apparently sleeps inside of me just waiting for the moment to come out. Ooh, there it is. That music means it's time for me to say thanks for listening to Song Surfing. Friends, I mentioned a special announcement at the end of the episode. And here it is. The first week of January will mark the one-year anniversary of the show. And I'm working on a special celebration episode. This, this, uh, this episode will be full of special performances by artists previously featured on Song Surfing, as well as messages from you. So if you're a listener and you'd like to send a congratulatory message, you can type that up and email it to songsurfingpodcast at gmail.com. Um, be sure to write your name, how you'd like for me to read it in the episode. And um, what would be very cool, too, is if you wanted your voice to be played, you can record a voice memo either on your phone or on the computer and email that to me and just tell me what it is in the email. And um, I'd love to include that as well. And if you are a previously featured artist and you'd like to send a song my way for the episode, send me an email and I'll get you the details on that. We're planning something special. It's already shaping up to be a really outstanding assortment of music that uh, I'll be able to play for you on that anniversary episode. And I'm really excited for all this to come together. It's going to be so cool. Um, If you are going to send that over, uh, I'd like to get everything 
uh, and start putting things together by the second week of December. So that's the timeline that we're looking at. Thanks, friends. If you think this podcast is swell, then please take a moment to write a review, preferably of the five-star kind. I linked four of the sites that have the rate and review option. That's Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, CastBox, and Podcast Addict. Some of those are apps. Some of those are websites. They're all places where you can listen to podcasts. And those reviews, uh, I've been told, help the show to be more visible, but... I think in in a way it just kind of legitimizes the show. You know, if there's a show with uh, 30 reviews versus one review, um, I think people are going to be more willing to give the 30 review show a shot. So help me out, friends. Do the review thing. Give me the strength to keep going. So I'll be celebrating the 100th year anniversary. Okay, now I'm just talking nonsense. I think I've uh, I've breathed in too many podcast fumes. In the previous episode, I wanted to know what you've been listening to the most lately and why. You can email it or tell me about it on Facebook and Instagram. That handle again is at Podcast. Also, keep sending me your Guy Fieri catchphrases for me to say when I like a song. Surf's up, bro! The opening theme of the show is Living in a Fishbowl by Josh Ween. And the music that you're hearing now is Little Pills by Patrick Moonbird. Both of those will be linked in the show notes as well. See you next time.